Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting, and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello, everybody. David here, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent Podcast. Thank you again for joining us, for downloading, and for listening. Really appreciate all the questions we're getting. And today, we're going to cover what survey do you need for your new home? Now, there are a couple of variations and options out there for you, and that's why this question's come up a few times about which survey is best for particular property, particular circumstances, etc. So hopefully today's episode will cover as many of the points as we can, try and sort of stream it right down so that you get the basics of all the different surveys and then your options will be a little bit clearer when it comes down to it. Now it's definitely worth when you're out there looking at properties, just being aware of these so that depending on what you're seeing and what you're choosing, the survey may vary. But I would definitely recommend don't just completely turn a blind eye to these things because it is a protective measure for yourself as a buyer that you've got peace of mind that some of the things that you may not be aware of or that you might not know about the construction, the fabric of the building, the area, all sorts of things like that are covered in these surveys. It gives you that protection and peace of mind that you've got that information. So let's get stuck straight in and get started. So if you're buying a home, you'll definitely want a survey. This is mainly to ensure it's bricks and mortar are sturdy, that the actual fabric and construction has all been done properly, and that there are no concealed nasty defects, which would completely be a deal breaker for you. Now, you've got to bear in mind, unless you're a builder, structural engineer yourself, it can be sometimes impossible to see some of the defects and things that may be hidden. So that's where by employing a professional like this to go through the building, you will get those things highlighted for you. So buying a new home is a major financial commitment and probably the biggest you're ever going to make. So how can you determine exactly what it is you're paying for without getting a survey done on it by a professional? The answer is commissioning a home buyer's survey, also known as a property survey. Property survey, in simple terms, is a health check, basically on the property, and if it reveals any problems, it puts you in a position to ask the seller to either fix them before you proceed with the purchase, or alternatively, you may choose to renegotiate the final sale price to account for the cost of you having to fix them yourself. Do you need to get a home buyer survey? Nope, it's not a legal requirement to have a home buyer survey on a property. At a time when your bank account feels like a bucket with a hole in the bottom, it may seem like an unnecessary expense. However, a home buyer survey could actually save you a load of money, not to mention a huge amount of stress in the long run. I've actually personally dealt with a friend of mine that had put an offer in on a property down in London, and it was a lovely cottage, looked really nice um, on the pictures. She fell in love with it on the viewings, everything looked great but she just had a hunch because it looked like a few things had been painted over and stuff like that and she was just like you know I want to get a survey which one so we kind of went through all these options she had the survey done and it came back with over 40 40 odd thousand pounds worth of defects 
that there was subsidence at the front of the property and that the front wall was slowly leaning out and it was affecting the floors and things like that. And she didn't notice any of that on the viewing. None of it. Now, that to me is why these surveys are so important, because having that structural engineer or that chartered engineer, chartered surveyor looking with those expert eyes and spotting that kind of thing, you know, that is a huge amount of money and an absolute nightmare to purchase if she'd gone ahead without a survey because she'd been left with a 40 odd thousand pound problem to deal with. So bear in mind, she would have paid market value for the house and then still have that problem. So this is where you've got to think about weighing up all these options and not taking unnecessary risks. So it's always a good idea to have a home buyer survey on most types of properties, but it's especially important if you're looking to buy a home that's unusual in structure. So if it's got like a thatched roof or a timber frame, maybe it's listed or just a very old property like that cottage, it's always worth thinking, right, you don't understand the construction back then. You don't understand how that property structurally has taken the test of time and that's where a survey can give you those answers whether you've got things like timber rot or anything like that that could be hidden to you looking at it you probably won't need a home buyer survey if you're buying a new build home so that's the one sort of exception that if you're buying a brand new new build home and that it's covered with something like a 10-year nhbc guarantee then you probably won't need it but at the end of the day again it's your personal choice and you can have one done if that's what you would like. The one thing, if you're not going to have a survey done on new build, I would definitely recommend getting a snagging survey done, which checks the property for defects and poor finishes, such as things like wonky guttering, bad paintwork, stuff like that. So most developers do kind of work a snagging process with you as the buyer anyway, and they'll go around with you, check everything, because you know ultimately they want the product to be the best possible as well. So either work with a developer on a snagging survey or employ an independent surveyor to do that for you as well. An important note here at this point is if you are getting a mortgage to buy your home, the lender will carry out a valuation of the property. But this is not a home buyer's survey and shouldn't be treated as one. This is really, really important because I get many people that say, well, the mortgage has done a survey and blah, blah, and they've not said anything. They're doing it purely from a financial perspective. The sole purpose of the mortgage valuation is to demonstrate to the lender that the property is worth the sale price before it gives you the green light for the mortgage. So they will not be looking at structural defects and the nitty gritty of how the fabric of the building is put together and things like that. So they're looking at it from a value perspective. So who does the home buyer's survey? It's important to use a surveyor who is a member of a recognised governing body such as RICS or RPSA to carry out your home buyer's survey. Now bear in mind that home buyer's surveys quotes vary between surveyors as well as properties. So it's best to source a number of different ones first. So just with anything, you can go out to a couple of companies and get a number of quotes so what types of property survey are there? Professional industry body, the RICS, offers three types of home buyer survey, which vary in depth of inspection. Number one, the first is the condition report. The condition report is the most basic survey and usually therefore the cheapest. It will typically take around one to two hours to complete and a day to return to you. 
what will the property survey do? Well, it'll check the basic condition of the building services, such as gas and water supply, garage and any other outbuildings. It uses a simple traffic light system, which will flag any problems that require attention. It will provide a summary of issues and risks for your solicitor or property lawyer to look into. For example, bad electrics, ownership of boundaries and planning permission for extensions or other building work. So it's a fairly basic traffic light system that just gives you areas that you may then want to explore further, either with your solicitor or other professionals. How much does that one cost? Well, fees are normally based on the purchase price and will probably start around the £300 mark. But this is your first basic level of survey. So when should you get the condition report done? Well, a condition report is suitable for newer properties and homes that are generally in a good state of repair. Get one if you're generally happy and it'll give you a broad brush overview of the property's condition. The next type of survey then is the home buyer report. This is a kind of middle ground. It's more extensive than the condition report and typically costs more too. And it's offered either with or without a property valuation. It typically takes one to two hours to inspect the property and another hour to complete the valuation. You can expect to receive the home buyer report within two days. So the home buyer report survey only. This will include all of the features of the condition report I've just mentioned, plus the following. A more far-reaching inspection. However, like the condition report, this will be limited to what the surveyor can actually see. They won't be lifting up floorboards or moving furniture. A clear summary of problems that may impact the property's value. Tailored advice on repairs and maintenance. A list of issues that require closer attention to avoid serious damage or dangerous conditions. General information on the area, the environment and energy efficiency and any legal considerations. So that's the home buyer report survey only. Now the home buyer report survey and valuation. What this will do, this is the version of the home buyer report that comprises the survey, as I've just outlined, as well as the estimated cost of rebuilding the property. For building insurance purposes, plus the value of the property on the open market. How much does this one cost? Well, it varies according to the value of the property as all of them, but budget for at least 350 for the survey only report and 450 for the survey and valuation. But obviously this will increase depending on the size and location of the property. When should you get one of these done, the home buyer with the survey and valuation? This is more suitable for most modern and older homes that are in a reasonable condition. Get one if you have any specific concerns about the purchase or would just feel better about a more comprehensive survey. The third one then, the third option for you is the building survey. A building survey is the most comprehensive survey and of course the most expensive. It can take several days to complete depending on the property and up to a fortnight to return. The building survey will include all the features of a home buyer report plus the following. A thorough inspection and report on a variety of issues. A summary of defects, even significant ones and potential problems caused by hidden flaws. Advice on repair options, their estimated cost and the potential consequences of failing to address them. And advice and considerations for your solicitor. How much does this cost? Well, costs vary again depending on the value of the property, but typically start at £500 as a rough budget. When should you get one? A building survey is suitable for large, old, unusual, listed or dilapidated homes. Also for buildings that are undergoing a change of use, such as things like barn conversions. 
So this is where you really want the extensive survey to show up as much as possible. Now that covers the three reports that the RICS can provide. So you've got the very basic starting with the condition report, the home buy report in the middle with or without the valuation, and then the building survey, which is the, the most comprehensive one. You now have the other option of the Residential Property Surveyors Association, which is the RPSA surveys. Now, they're a body of independent surveyors and they offer three types of home buyer survey as well, which all include the following inspection for subsidence, damp, rot, woodworm and other major defects. They offer photos to highlight features and areas of concern, a review of environmental issues impacting the property and also a colour coded condition ratings to highlight the importance of the issues. How much do they cost? Well, prices range from 400 through to 900, depending on the survey and the report. So the first survey you can have through the RPSA is the MI Home Condition Survey. What's this? The Home Buyer Survey is appropriate for modern or simpler types of property. It will review the condition of the property, highlighting major issues and defects, and at least 20 photographs. The next one then is the MI Building Survey. What's this one? This is suitable for all properties, but is often used for older or more unusual properties or properties where problems are suspected. What will you get with this one? It's a more detailed review of the condition of the property, advice on the nature of the repairs necessary and the anticipated performance of the property in the future. At least 40 photographs are also included in this one. The third option then is the MI buy to let. Now, this format is similar in style to the MI home condition survey, but it's the only survey aimed specifically at buy to let properties. So if you're an investor landlord, this could be the one for you. This adds in a decent and safe homes dash review of the health and safety matters that tenants could raise within the 2019 Homes Fitness for Habitation Bill. So that's the real variation on that one is that it covers you and gives you advice on that side of things. So that covers the RICS three reports and the RPSA. And what I'll briefly just cover now is surveys in Scotland. So you've got an option in Scotland, which is the home report. So this is required by the seller in Scotland. So a different way of doing it. All the others, typically the buyer will pay for and do in England. But that's why I wanted to cover this one is in Scotland, the home report is required by law to be done by the seller and they're to produce the home report pack within nine days of marketing a property. You might still want to consider getting your own home survey done, though, particularly if you have any concerns about the property and some properties such as new build homes, conversions of those purchased through right to buy don't require a home report. What will this property survey do? Well, it provides a survey and property valuation, an energy report, including an energy performance certificate, a property questionnaire covering issues such as council tax and electricity provider. How much does it cost? Between around 585 up to about £820, according to the RICS. But remember, that's for the seller to pay. Um, if you're just buying a house in Scotland, a home report will not cost you anything. So I hope that gives you a bit of an overview. It definitely gives you lots of options out there. So you've got the three different reports with the RICS and then the RPSA as well. The interesting one with the RPSA 
is you get the buy to let report. So if you're specifically doing it as an investment, that might be of interest to you. So I hope that gives an overview and where you may sit in terms of reports and which one you require. So again, please give me your feedback, you know, what things you've experienced. Obviously, I've seen that example where it proved its worth immensely in a potential purchase. It's still ongoing where now that's leading to negotiations. So even on that scale where it's highlighted over £40,000 worth of defects, that allows things to be discussed a bit more openly at that stage. So I would definitely, definitely recommend, unless you're buying a new build and it's covered by a 10-year warranty guarantee, then you know you should look at some kind of survey that would protect you depending on the property. So I hope it helps. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Please do share with anybody as well that might find this one really useful. So if they are in the process of buying and they're unsure about the surveys, you know, share this episode with somebody. If we can help as many people as possible navigate the market and find it that little bit easier, then that's what this is all about. So please, please comment, share, give me your feedback. And most of all, send me any questions that you have or concerns you have that we can cover in future episodes. So thanks again for listening. And as always, the website is asktheestateagent.co.uk and reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Thanks again for listening. Speak to you all again soon. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.